The passing of the Queen yesterday has brought so many subjects to the attention of most of us who weren't really paying attention before. And Steve Frieder, is it Frieder? Am I saying that right, Steve? Yes, you are. You are a royal family expert from Marquette University. We've got an alum from your university here, Steve Bertrand. And um, and so who gets the Queen's money? I understand that she leaves behind $500 million. Is it much like in the U.S. where that's already been decided, it's left to the estate and shared equally or however she parcels it out? Yeah, I think it, it's sort of split between two things. There are a lot of things that the Queen holds and tr- held in trust for the nation, and now Charles does. So, for example, Buckingham Palace, Windsor Castle, those cannot be sold, and the whoever is the monarch holds in trust for the nation. And then she has her what her personal wealth that I would guess, and we probably won't know, but the majority would go to now King Charles and possibly some others uh, to to her other children and possibly her grandchildren. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's children now have new titles? Now that their grandfather is the king, they are technically a prince and princess, but what remains to be seen is with the arrangement that Harry and Meghan have that they no longer use the um, his and her royal highness of what they will really call their son and daughter. That remains to be seen. And it was interesting in King Charles's speech today, he made clear that his love for Harry and Meghan, uh, he said, but as they continue to build their lives overseas. So I think it was a double-pronged message. One, that uh, from a familial level, he loves them, but two, from as far as the monarchy is concerned, that they have chosen their own path that's outside of the royal family. And talk to us about this 12-day mourning period where no comedies will air on the BBC, the staff will wear a different uniform, many different changes. Um, do you have insight into that, inside scoop? Well, it, it, I think it's really an example of the, the how important the Queen was to the people in, in Britain and also of what the British do the best, which are these ceremonial events and the pomp and circumstance. So it will be really interesting over these next days. Tomorrow, the Ascension Council will meet at St. James's Palace to officially proclaim Charles the King. And then there'll be all the events connected with the Queen's coffin coming from Scotland back to London and the lying in state at Westminster Hall. And it, w- it will be full of uh, military people and and ceremonial as only the british can do it steve reader is a royal family expert from marquette university what else can you share with us that you find interesting since you are a person that pays close attention to this Uh, i think it was interesting today how charles promised that he would serve with loyalty respect and love and he he uh, made William and Kate, the Prince and Princess of Wales, as a sign of his confidence in them and the, that they are the future of the monarchy. And and I just think when we, thinking back on the Queen, just what a remarkable person, uh, someone uncomplaining, slow to anger, uh, saw the best in people, had a, had a dry sense of humor, 
And in, in a world where there's so much division and disagreement, she was really a force for unity and for bringing people together. And I think she did that throughout her 70-year reign. And I mean, how remarkable is that? Can you imagine doing any job for 70 years? But but she did, and she did it amazingly well. I'm getting close, Steve. Um, so the the prince, or the king, I should say, is known for his environmental studies and his desire to uh, I- improve global climate change, or fight it anyway. Will he have much of an impact as sovereign when it comes to that? Yeah, you make a good point that now King Charles has been a champion of environmental causes and of our planet for probably more than 50 years before it was a popular and and well-accepted thing to do. He will have less time to devote to some of those charities now, but I think he will still continue to be a champion for the environment. And in fact, William has picked up on that with his uh, uh, Earthshot Prize that he's awarding to people who are making a, a difference throughout the world to help. Uh, our planet. Thank you so much for joining us and answering a few of our questions. Thank you. We might have to reach out to him again as this this uh, ceremony, this honoring of the Queen continues. It looks like it's going to go on for weeks and then the coronation, so actually months. Hey, coming up after four o'clock, a few things you're going to want to be listening for. And that includes a reporter from the Daily Herald who was at the town hall meeting with the Bears last night. He can tell us about the mood inside Kevin Powell's old high school. And Alexa James, she is a chief executive officer of NAMI Chicago. This is National Suicide Prevention Week. And unfortunately, a few people at the radio station have witnessed some things that, um, well, they'll be with them forever. Details about that after Steve's newscast, which is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. 